Hi, I'm Megan Skidmore, and this is the Beyond the Shadow of Doubt. I'm a woman, daughter, sister, spouse, mother, life coach, and person of faith on a mission to normalize asking questions and allowing doubts, not only in a faith journey, but in all aspects of life. Join me in bringing this traditionally taboo topic out of the shadows of shame and into the light. I'm a firm believer that we normalize through more talking and engaging in discussion. More talking peels back, exposes, and erases the layers of shame associated with questions and doubts. When we're more authentic about our journey, we are more powerful because shame has no power in the face of authenticity. Tag Talks is an organization that supports and empowers speakers, podcasters, authors, and summit presenters. Tag is an acronym for the three major life-changing topics, transparency, acceptance, and growth. Last week, I had the opportunity to speak at their Dallas event. The diverse topics presented at the conference all share an essential theme, and that is personal experience. A friend recorded my presentation, and I share it with you today. Would love to know your thoughts. Shoot me an email at hello at meganskidmorecoaching.com. August of 2023 marks the one-year anniversary of Beyond the Shadow of Doubt. And simultaneously, we hit 5,000 downloads. My genuine thanks. I ask you a favor, and that is to subscribe if you have not, share a favorite episode with a friend, and most importantly, take two minutes and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Help me reach my goal of 10,000 downloads by the end of 2023. Now on to today's episode. I was searching for answers. I was in more emotional, mental, spiritual pain than I had ever experienced. I knew my life was never going to be the same. So in my search for answers, I remember coming across a blog post which read something like this. Imagine sitting in church on Sunday. With your family all lined up in a pew, and you look around, people are smiling, enjoying the speaker. The mom in front of you is braiding her daughter's hair. You can hear the toddler behind you screaming for a snack. And before you can, before you know what hits, the ground starts shaking and an earthquake rips through your chapel and and leaves this gigantic hole right in your pew where your family is sitting. You're injured, you're bleeding, you're in need of triage. You look around, searching for help. And that's when it stunned you to realize your pew was the only one that was hit. Everybody else around you is carrying on like nothing happened. This story resonated with me because that is how I felt Upon learning that our youngest, 13 at the time, identified as LGBTQ+. I come from a conservative faith background, the LDS faith. Born and raised, just like my parents, just like their parents and their parents' parents. I knew the tenets of my faith. I had been taught how to think and believe about LGBTQ plus individuals that it wasn't okay, that it was some say an abomination and sinful, and especially to act on it, um, even to the point like it would keep them from living with God 
in what we believe to be the next life or the next step of progression. <clears throat> um, this thought absolutely petrified me. I thought, surely there's a way we can figure out for my kiddo to fit into this heteronormative box. Because you see, I knew all about checking boxes. I had done it my whole life. I was born in the faith. I was baptized at eight. At 12, I entered the youth program. I was president of many of my youth classes. I served a mission, learned Spanish. I was married in our one of our temples, the highest place of, of worship. And, and we started a family. The thought of not checking this box of eternal family was something I could not bear. The cognitive dissonance was absolutely overwhelming. <clears throat> I felt my soul ripping apart, pulled in two polar opposite directions between two things that I deeply cared about. It nearly broke me. I remember one day walking down the stairs in our home. I was paralyzed with fear. I couldn't breathe. I got to the bottom of the stairs and I doubled over on the counter in the kitchen because I couldn't support myself. And after I caught my breath, I found myself crying out to God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's next. I'm scared. I feel lost. Help me, please. And almost immediately, I felt this blanket of peace settle over me and a very clear message to slow down, to see the child in front of me the way that God sees them, to focus on the heart, to see their soul, to see them the way that God would see them. This was the beginning of God taking, taking my heart that had been broken wide open and giving it a makeover. <clears throat> God showed me what I had been missing out on, showed me my rough edges, helped me to smooth them. And I was able to take a closer look at all these boxes I had been checking. What was it for? Just performative? Because what good are external boxes if it hadn't affected my internal? Because after all, it's what's on the inside that counts, right? How many times have I said that or heard that over the years? And yet this was the first time I understood what that meant. Over the next days, weeks, months, years, God changed my heart. Began to. It's this ongoing process. I began to see folks, my kiddo and others, not for hair, clothes, whether they have tattoos, piercings, earrings, personal material possessions. Instead, I began to see their hearts. I began to see beautiful souls, fellow children of this gigantic family of God. Um, I began to see the divinity that already existed within each and I believe I began to see them more like God would for their talents, their abilities, their strengths, their weaknesses, their joys, 
their sorrows, their characteristics. Through this journey, I learned that queer folks were forcing me to lean into discomfort and re-examine some very long-held beliefs. My purpose, capital P, is not to convince you to be or do or think the way that I am, but rather ask yourself, what are your boxes? Do you like them? Are they serving you? Or are they just performative? Did you choose them? Do you even remember choosing them? How are they getting in the way of your capital P purpose, your capital C calling? In my work, I help clients with three things. Recognize the stories they've been telling themselves that have contributed to the identity that they've been carrying with them their whole life. The second thing is values. When your world has been rocked, you have to establish an aligned center from which to take leaps of faith, make those big decisions that you're so used to somebody else making for you. And then lastly, process emotions. Lots of ugly emotions come up in this, and that's okay. Emotions are to be feared, pushed down, avoided. Emotions are our teachers. They show us where we've been, where we're at. They can direct us where we need to go. I help them look inward and heal that inner child and get, give that child what it never received. I know the bells rung. If you are ready to identify or begin this path of identifying your values, your um, your identity. I have a free quiz that I am happy to give you. Email me and I'll leave that with you at the break. And additionally, if you are ready, I, you notice I have rainbow. I always wear a rainbow. Not to make a political statement. Sorry. Or a moral statement. Or a religious statement. Join me in Hopeful Spaces, a Dallas Hope Charities component of Hopeful Discussions, which is sponsored by Mercedes-Benz Financial Services USA. Hopeful Spaces is a monthly parent, caregiver, and ally support group facilitated by Megan Skidmore Coaching. To join is free. Simply send an email to chc at dallashopecharities.org.
visit meganskidmorecoaching.com where you can find this podcast as well as additional free resources. Check the podcast show notes on any platform for links to sources cited. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram for more and to send me a DM. To help the podcast grow, please follow, rate, and review, as well as share it with a friend. Beyond the Shadow of Doubt is a proud member of the Dialogue Podcast Network, which is a part of the Dialogue Journal found at dialoguejournal.com forward slash podcast network. Founder Eugene England was a Mormon writer, teacher, and scholar who wrote, My faith encourages my curiosity and awe. It thrusts me out into relationship with all creation and encourages me to enter into dialogue. My hope is that this podcast is an extension of that vision. Thanks for being here. Until next time.